Hello, beautiful queens, and join me as we open up conversations that help women walk through difficult transitions and inner healing while unleashing the potential that God has placed within all of us to become untamed and unchained. In each episode, you'll get the tools and resources to create the change in your life that you desire as you unleash your vision, your gifts, and your voice, and your confidence to live the life of your dreams. I give my listeners and clients love and support. However, I do take the direct approach and we cut out that BS in your life. So instead of playing small, you can create big leaps into your life. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome queens and kings. Yep, you heard right. It's the first episode that I said queens and kings, and I did this so because it has been brought to my attention that men feel like they are not being handed the tools that they need to change or transform their life. And so the topic that I'm talking about today applies to either or. And quite honestly, any of the episodes that you listen to can apply to your life because you, if you are a man and you are listening to my episodes and you are in a relationship or you're desiring to go in a relationship, it's going to help you understand your woman better. Or if it's a tool that you can implement into your life, like today we are talking about unleashing your confidence and it is something that we are always on a journey on. And first off, I just want to knock it right out of the park of you believing that when you're watching somebody else do something, it's because they are confident enough to do so. They are not confident enough to do so. In fact, they have worked hard to get where they are. And either one, they're just taking Mexi, Mexi, messy action and allowing their imperfections. My Lord, I am struggling with my English language this morning. They are showing up a messy action and they are okay with the messy action, which is building the confidence. So that's, I was going to start with another tip, but this is, I'm just going to start here because this is where the sucker landed. And so one of the key ingredients to unleashing your confidence is to take messy action. Stop with a box of perfection. Once you learn how to show up and do things imperfectly, of what you think it should be in your head. So say, for example, that you have a desire to become really fit in the gym. Well, you don't wait until you're really fit to go into the gym, right? You go into the gym and you begin to do things here and you begin to do exercises here and there, and that builds your confidence. And the more that you work out, the more you more confident you become because you begin to see the results and you begin to see the transformation. You begin to see the change in your body, but you didn't wait to go to the gym until you were fit. This applies to all areas of your life. Whatever it is that you really feel like is that tug on your heart. Let's take public speaking for an example. I just got asked this question last week. So we're going to unpack this sucker of This woman came to me and she's like, I feel the call on my life to be a public speaker, but I can't even speak in front of other people right now, like in small rooms. Okay, well, don't disqualify yourself because you feel like, you know, you might get break out in sweats and you might break out in rashes and you might stutter and stumble because that used to be me. If I would sit in Bible study class or I sat in small groups, 
I would get, my heart would beat so unbelievably fast. I would get all hot and I would stutter with my words and I would pray that they would oversee me because I didn't even want to read anything. I mean, let alone, not even let alone freelancing with my words. Like I've also been asked with my podcast, if I have notes, no, I don't have notes. I literally wing it with my episodes because I want to have, I want to allow the Lord to go where the Lord wants to go in my episodes. And if I have notes, so see fun fact, I love being structured, but then there's areas areas where I love to allow the ebb and the flow to come in your fem- your feminine and your masculine. And being that I have learned so much, I have learned what works for me and what doesn't work for me. And I'm still on the journey of it. However, that being said, if, if I would have notes in front of me, I would feel so crunched in a box that I would be, you, it would, it wouldn't have much expression behind it because I would be focused on reading and not expressing what is being placed on my heart because welcome ADHD, here you are. So that being said, going back to the Bible study group, when I was in there, I literally had a book to read out of. Like, it wasn't like I had to come up with some kind of fancy schmancy speech of my own. And I was like palpitating and I wanted to run and I would swallow and I would reread. Like if I knew I was going to have to read out loud in front of others, I would literally be obsessed with rereading whatever I had to read, whatever I had to read in front of everybody else. I would do it over and over and over and over again until it was my turn because I was so scared there was going to be a word or something in there that I didn't know how to pronounce which hello, it doesn't matter if that is the key, if that is the case. So that being said, so say you have like, you feel the tug to be a public speaker, or you feel a tug to go on social media, create videos, you feel a tug to do podcasts, you, whatever yours is, but you know, you're called to speak in front of other people because hello, your voice matters. You have something to offer to this world, whatever your gift is, but we're speaking on voice right now. So where do we use start? Well, also the beauty is I sat in many, many entrepreneurship meetings and groups where we were, it was broken down in groups. We had to implement different things. We were taught different things. And we sat be right with the successful people who were public speaking, who were doing the big things. And in our mind, and here's where comparisonitis goes, what you see and what you don't see on social media, it was just like, they are knocking it out of the park. Like once I become like them, then I'll have the ability to do what they're doing. No, it begins in the today, like right now. So what, what they broke down and what they taught us is start setting up your camera, start setting up your video on your phone and start recording yourself and begin to do videos, start talking. You can even do videos of you just like doing how household things or whatever, but getting yourself comfortable behind the camera because you and I both know that when we first, I know when I first began the journey of like recording myself, oh, good golly, Miss Molly. It was like, I can't even like, I would look at it and then I would delete it and I would look at it and I would criticize it and I would judge it and I would pick it apart in a million pieces. And I was like, I I don't know if I'm going to overcome this. Like, I don't even know. Like, I just knew that I was meant to do bigger things, but I was like, in all honesty, I can't even get past looking at a picture of myself, let alone a video. Like my face looks crooked. My voice is funky. You know, my eyeball is twitching. My hands are all over the place. Honestly, nobody freaking cares. Nobody goes to bed obsessing and thinking about you at night. And like the fact that maybe your one eyebrow twitched or your hand went flying over or your words were all mumble jumbled. And if they're that obsessed with you, then they don't have a life. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. So 
if like, for example, and this is how the the muscle got built for me to begin to go on social media and do videos for me to come over here and do a podcast is then getting behind the camera. And then eventually with time, like you're going to have to push yourself out of your comfort zone. You'll know, like, you're like, okay, I'm over it now. I have so many videos in my, um, in my photos, or you can, you know, create the videos and delete them, whatever. But then there comes a point in time where you're like, okay, I'm going to start implementing small videos in like, you know, whatever your platform is, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, wherever yours is, or is it in church? Is it in a Bible study group? Is it leading like women? Is it bringing together like wives? Is it bringing together sisters in Christ, like as homemakers, like whatever your thing is that God is placing on your heart and then begin in small groups. And if you're in small group settings, set the camera up that it is set your camera up on video that it begins to record you. And then you can begin to take short clips and present them on social media. I don't do mine this way, but I have taught my clients to do it because um, I am okay with just being in front of the camera now. And so when you begin to take those steps and then you get yourself into bigger rooms and then you begin to speak up and you begin to use your voice because the number one thing that you got to understand and that you want to get pounded into yourself is that your voice matters. And yes, to this day, I still struggle with feeling like what I have to say matters, but you got to work past that monkey because you are here on purpose for a purpose to make an impact, to touch the lives around you. We is not playing and small and clearly you're not playing small because you're listening to my podcast right now while you could be listening to music you could be watching a movie you could be doing many other things but your courageous soul is listening to what i have to say so i just want to acknowledge you and i want to thank you for doing that now so and then you know as time goes on you'll get on stages and you'll go bigger and you're going to have these fears you're going to have these terror barriers like I know I have a goal of speaking on a stage in front of a lot of people. And I already know because of leaders that have shared it with me, because I always was like, well, I don't know, like, because honestly, the thought of it terrifies me. I'm like, I feel like I could throw up. I feel like I could break out in hives. Like, what if I trip and fall? What if I do all the different things? But here's the thing. I do not like seeing fears in my life and thinking those are the very things that are holding me back. Like if I see a fear, I want to conquer conquer that fear because I know it is simply just a fear. It is not a reality of it. And so coming back to that, I know some incredible public speakers that have said, you know, they literally were sick behind the scenes before they got out there and they began to speak. Like some of those things you and I just get to face, but that's the beauty of it. That's where the growing pains are. That's where you feel alive. That's where you feel expressive. That's where you, where you become open and you realize that God is going to do above and beyond through what you thought is possible. Remember, I said a lot less of you and a lot more of God. And God wants to show up big time in your life, but he can't do that if you're sitting in your comfort zone, your whole daggone life, which you're not because we already verified that you are outside of your comfort zone. So nugget number two of unleashing your confidence. And this is huge. I can, like, if you learn how to master this sucker, I can guarantee you your confidence level is going to shoot through the roof. It is keeping your word to yourself. I see this all the time. And this was a big battlefield that I had. And this is one that I really had to learn how to get disciplined. This is something that I had to pay attention to. This is something that really took a lot of focus, which we all know how I am with that one. 
But here's the thing. If I have an end goal in mind, and that's why I'm big on goals, if I have the goal in mind, then I have a much easier time staying focused. Even though I might be swinging through the jungle all over the place, in the meantime, I will get to that goal. I will reach that goal. So when I say keeping your word to yourself, pay attention to what you're saying. Do you say that I'm going to go to the gym three times a week? Or do you say I'm going to go to the gym five times a week? Or do you say I'm going to start eating healthy, but then you don't? Okay, because here's the thing. Your brain is keeping track of you saying the things that you're going to do. And then your brain also knows when you do those things. So when you don't do those things, you begin to doubt yourself. You begin to not believe yourself. So every time you begin to start to say that you're going to do something, your brain's like, yeah, right. Probably not going to happen. Self-doubt creeps in and there you are again. And so this is where it's really important that when you set up like your weekly schedule and you look at your days, do not implement over the top. Set yourself up to succeed. Looking over my life prior to last year, I was constantly setting myself up to fail. Why? I wasn't consciously being like, oh, I'm going to do this because I want to fail in my life. No, subconsciously, I was doing this because I knew how to handle failure versus if you succeed in life, then it was like, okay, if I succeed, then I have to go to the next level. And I don't know how to manage that. I don't, it's the unknown. I don't know what to do with it. And so it was easier for me to keep myself and maintain myself at a certain level until I got so sick and tired of my own BS that I unpacked it all and began to realize that I was self-sabotaging which was a big hunk of junk that was standing in my way for confidence. And so if you're desiring to grow in your confidence, this is going to affect how you feel about yourself, how you think about yourself, who you show up, how your energy is, what your vibe is, how you interact with people. This is going to change. This is going to create transformation in your relationships is learning. Like if you say, I'm going to start eating healthy every day, then freaking show up to eat healthy every day. But if you're starting out on this journey, don't do that. Stop. Like, look at it realistically and ask yourself this question. Do I have time to make sure that I am eating healthy every day? And if you don't, then ask yourself, well, how can I step up this week enough that it's a bit of a challenge for me, but yet that I will maintain and keep my word so let's say, let's break it down that I'm going to eat a healthy breakfast the next five days. And so what happens is you show up and you eat breakfast, a healthy breakfast the next five days. And you look at that and your brain is taking an account into it. And if you want to up level this, and if you want to take your growth really excessive, bring accountability into your life. And so you look at that and after five days, you're like, Oh my gosh, I did it. I showed up for five days. I had a healthy breakfast those five days. And that begins to build that muscle of confidence. And then you add to it the next week because your mind is going to go, okay, you did it back here. Now you're capable of doing more. And so you take one habit that you want to create in your life and you start out in baby steps and you build the muscle up. Then once that muscle is strengthened, then you can move on to the next thing. Keep 
it simple. The biggest reason that you keep self-sabotaging in your life is because you overcomplicate it in your mind with a thousand excuses, which is another form of self-sabotage, and then it keeps you stuck and you don't move forward. Your mind and my mind want simplicity. And so when you keep it simple and you put it in very one, two, three literal steps of how you how this is going to look, what it's going to look like, when you're going to do this, what you're going to show up to do, then it begins to shift and transform your life. Now, that also being said, when you're interacting with your when you're interacting with the people that you're in a relationship with, you know, is it your kids? Is it your partner? Is it your friends or whatever? And you say, well, I'm going to do this thing because this is going to come up. I already know your brain's going to go this direction of like, well, if I'm in a relationship with somebody and I say I'm going to do something and I then I change my mind, how does this work? Okay. So say that you, you and your uh, girlfriend or your guy friend planned to, um, let's just say, have a coffee shop date every Thursday because you're going to meet up and you're going to do, you know, you're going to schedule your, you're going to schedule your life basically, not really, but you're going to check in with one another with your goals. And then a Thursday comes up that you two can't meet up and you're like, oh my gosh, like this or this or this happened. Okay. So you communicate with that person and you tell them, I know that we can't meet up on Thursday, you know, something happened, whatever, but we want to make this happen. So we're keeping our word to ourselves because the goal is to meet up and have accountability in your life. Remember that's the end goal. And so you simply reset schedule it, but communicate this stuff through. And like you're, there's, we live, hello, we have a life, things come up, or sometimes you are in a transfit transition phase in your life where you're like, I thought I was going to be doing this with in my life. Like I, let's take, for example, that you, you are an entrepreneur and you start out doing something and you're like, you feel God tugging you to come over here. And I, I bring this out because men are much more unapologetic about this, which little newsflash, you guys should teach more on it because us women struggle with the guilt on it. So, um, and you feel this tug of on your heart of God bringing you over here. And you're like, oh my gosh, okay. And this happened to me with my coaching business. And I felt God taking me in multiple different directions with it. And I was like, oh my gosh, but I have to keep my word to myself because I said I was going to do this. And now you're telling me drop this course that I had started, come over here and create this course because this is more what the people need. And I was in a big battlefield. And I know because I've talked with other women and my clients and entrepreneurship groups, this is a big tug of war that can begin to happen. And it rocks your confidence because also there's this line of, okay, you said you were going to do this. When do I let go and step over here to where I know this shift needs to be created? Because that's the beauty of life is always shifting and turning and curves and uphills and downhills and all around the bends of, and if you even look at nature, nothing stays the same. We have spring, fall, winter, and summer. And, um, it's like seasons are always changing and especially a female, like we're very ebb and flow and there's a lot of beauty in it because we can bring in the masculine and use the structure, but God created the woman to be very much like creative and um, go with the flow, her intuition. And so I want to speak a little bit to this spot. Um, more you men are more structured where you're just like, you show up, you do the thing and you make it happen. And then when you're done with it, you move on to the next thing. Or if you see something's not working, a lot of you are just like, okay, done with it over it. Going to come over here, make the shift, show up for myself in the most powerful way over here and do the things one, two, three, where women get stuck in this like 
ball of yarn that is like you start pulling the yarn and it just comes and comes and comes with like all the thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So for example, let's, let's take my course that I I had started a course and God was like, Nope, not where I want to take you. And I was like, but I had said I would do this course. Like I can't, I can't go back on my word. Like I, not only my word to, it wasn't so much my word to others, but word to myself. Like I already know, like, this is part of like, I teach on confidence. I I teach on keeping your word to yourself. God, now, now I am not keeping my word to my, like, there was all these thoughts and emotions that were erupting. And God was like, you can keep your word when you come over here and the shift gets created, show up to do this very thing that I'm calling you to do, but I need you to trust and I need you to let go. This over here doesn't have to do about you keeping your word to yourself. It has everything to also staying true to what you teach on trust and surrender and all the things that I do teach and allowing yourself to trust the journey and to let it go and release and come over here where I am guiding you and leading you. And part of the reason that you keep procrastinating in the situation and you're stuck on saying, well, I got to keep my word to myself is because you're scared over here. You don't have all your duckies in a row over here. It's the unknown. This course, you kind of have your duckies in a row and you feel more confident. Well, I want to grow you in your confidence even more. So I'm going to bring you over here where you really feel disqualified because I'm already the one that has qualified you to do this very thing. And so I'm going to show you how powerfully and how boldly I can show up for you in this course and make this thing happen because this is really what the people need. Okay, God, thanks. Thanks. That was great. Hot seat coaching. Ever had hot seat coaching with the Lord? Welcome to my world. So if you're a woman or even if you are a man and you are struggling with creating a shift and you're thinking about your confidence level, that little monkey can show up and can run away with you and will it will take you all over the place. So I just wanted to unpack that little one there with, um, with unleashing your confidence. Now, the third one that I'm going to give you today about unleashing your confidence, and this is one I read about it for a long time, but I didn't implement it in my life because I always use the, well, one day I will when, or I will when I get to this point. And this was a lot. It was taught by like millionaires and it was taught by um, business owners. And it was, it was taught in a lot of different classes, but I also read a lot of different books where it said, begin to dress the part. And in my mind, I was like, well, that's great. But have you seen my wardrobe? Because my wardrobe does not match the version of Leona that I visualize in like five years from now. And I kept making these excuses of like, I don't have time to dress differently because I was doing my house cleaning business. And I was like, I don't have time to, you know, go out and buy a new wardrobe. I don't even know what that's going to look like. It felt overwhelming to me. And I was like, I really, you know, um, I'm a single mom. I have three kids. I'm doing all of these things. I don't have time to get up every morning and take care of myself that way. And then dress the part, like really, like I'll do that once I am that person, once I am the business owner of three different businesses and they are thriving and they're being knocked out of the park, then I'll show up and be like that person. Like I'll dress the part. But as I was going through my healing journey last year, all of a sudden something, and I think it became, it came from me going to several different retreats, having the one-on-one intense coaching and me healing those parts and pieces of myself that were resisting the change. And I became like magnified, my excuses became magnified and were like 
in up in my business in my face. Like imagine your excuses up in your business, like mocking you, making fun of you. And I was like, okay, so I am praying for God to grow my business. I am praying for God to connect me with people and take me to places that are going to take me to the next level of my life. Yet I keep lowballing my own life. Like I'm not showing up as that person. So in order for me to show up with that, I'm going to start having to take actions at that as that person, which means that is going into rooms I've never been before. That means dressing differently. Why dress differently? Because here's the thing. And no, you can't fake it till you make it. I actually literally hate that quote when they, when people say that, because I am the type of person, I want you to be raw and real. I want you to be authentic because that is the truest version of yourself. And your greatest confidence that will come out of you is when you know how to show up boldly as the woman or man that God has created you to be. When you fake it until you make it, oftentimes you are suppressing shit and you're avoiding stuff and it's going to come around to bite you in the ass and it's going to expose itself in a way that you didn't expect it to expose itself. So, so where do you start if you're like, okay, that's great, Leona, you know, but I'm a stay at home mom. I don't really go to a lot of different places or like me, I had a cleaning business or my job or, you know, whatever your excuse is. I don't have the time. I have little kids. I don't like, I'm, I don't have the money to go out and get a new wardrobe. You don't need to do all of that stuff to start implementing this. Start with your skin skincare routines. Start with your self-care routine. Start allowing yourself to take care of yourself at a whole new level. Because here's what I can tell you without a doubt, that once you really truly begin to invest Remember, you're your greatest asset and investing in yourself can look multiple different ways. It can look as simple as buying a good solid skincare routine, buying a body wash that you love. It can be buying a shirt that just makes you feel freaking amazing, like you can knock it out of the park. <clears throat> so let me ask you this question. Have you ever put on an outfit and you're like, you know what? I think I could just slay the day away today. I'm going to knock it out of the park. I am going to move mountains and God and I are on a mission and we are going to change the world. Have you ever like felt that way? If you haven't, then message me because you and I need to meet because um, yeah, I'm just going to hold your hand and I'm going to have you step it up king or queen. And we are going to do this because here's what I have to say. You already know that you have outfits in your closet that help you feel more confident. So why are you saving that only for certain occasions? But this starts in the small, remember when I said about keeping your word to yourself, showing up messy. If you look at this, this all webs together beautifully. And here's the thing is like, if you start investing in like doing, start out small and do like a skincare routine that you love, you know, you exfoliate your skin and you take care, you lotion your skin and you take care of your skin. All of a sudden you're going to start becoming, feeling more confident in your skin. <laughs> you see where I went with that one? And then you're going to go to the next thing and you're going to be like, you know what? I want to dress up today, even though you might just 
be at home and you're like, I want to dress up today because you began to feel more confident about yourself. And then you begin to dress differently. And then who knows what's going to unfold. That's the beauty of the journey of your life is you might start looking at your wardrobe and a whole new level of creativity unleashes. And you might bring into the fun, the sass, the pizzazz, the whatever unleashes with inside of you. And you might begin to like, allow yourself to have fun with your clothes and then fun with your food in all of the different areas. And I can already tell you that also is going to put you in interaction with different people because you begin to show up differently when you go to the grocery store, when you go to church, when you go to, is it like you go to networking events, wherever you are, even if you're at home, you are going to start making different, bigger, and bolder choices because internally you are beginning to feel like a new person and you and I make our choices from emotions. If anybody says, don't make your choices off of emotions, then let me just tell you right now, they are making their choices off of emotions they are just not aware of it. Now, I will say this, men literally have the gift and ability, and this is why we need men in our life, to be more logical and bless you for that. And yes, while I can also go in the logical side of my brain to make decisions because I've so often had to, I can tell you that there are emotions that are usually stemmed a bit underneath it. And then I'll have to bring, if it's a huge decision, I will bring a male into my life to help me determine the direction that I should go. Because sometimes I don't have the ability to literally separate the emotion from it. And it's a really big decision to make. So that being said, with where I was going back to, you know, dress, um, you dressing in your self-care and how you show it, that is also going to, it's going to change how you communicate with people. It's going to change the interactions that you have. It's going to just it's going to change the choices that you make. And when you feel God tugging on your heart to do those things, you will move forward more confidently because you feel more, you're, if you stop and think about it, you're nourishing yourself. You're taking care of yourself. You're, you're learning how to love those parts and pieces of yourself. You're discovering part. It's an identity shift. And it, it, what happens is it literally just begins to show up in the physical world because you've been doing the work in the eternal, internal in not eternal internal world. So that being said, I gave you the steps, start implementing, grab your tools. You've got this, keep your focus on. It's okay. If you're all over the, you can little fun fact bonus tip that I'm going to say is you can, you literally do have the ability, especially if you have ADHD to be unfocused focus. Like when I say focus, I don't mean like go into your masculine and just be like plowing through like a snow plow on a winter blistery day where you just make a path. Well, yes, that's beautiful, but you can allow yourself to also, if you're a woman to experience the creativity, the ebbs and the flows in honestly, the chaos of life, because, and if you're like me, I'll use myself for an example where I, in, and you also will want to have some structured masculine with inside of yourself just because I know in today's world a lot, there's a lot going on about femininity of like, and that is we're playful, we're chaotic, we're cre creative, we're ebb and flow, and we're kind of all over the place. 
But especially if you're a single woman, you are going to want to learn how to lean into the inner masculine for your life because otherwise you're going to become overwhelmed and burnt out at a different level. But that's not where we're going with this monkey today. But what I just really want to say is I gave you some tools to change your life. And so if you need further help, you, you're like, I'm ready for accountability. You want somebody there to help love, nourish you, support you, hold you accountable. You know where to find me on Instagram, Facebook. Let's connect. I want to hear. Um, let me know how this episode helped you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Unchained and Untamed. I'm confident that you received exactly what you require to unleash your potential and unapologetically own your feminine heart and soul and be the woman that God has created you to be. It's time to take the next step on your transformational journey. Apply what you've learned and know that I am here to support you every step of the way. I'd love to hear what your biggest shifts and ahas were that you received from this podcast. So make sure to shoot me a message and follow me on Instagram at Schrock underscore Leona. See you there.